In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm really honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take just a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. Business author and motivational speaker Brian Tracy says, get around the right people, associate with positive, goal-oriented people who encourage you and inspire you. This is so important because if you're only hanging around with people who have little ambition or worse yet, no ambition at all, then guess what? Eventually, all of the life will get sucked out of you too. If you have goals, dreams, and aspirations, then you need to make a point of hanging out with people who are going places or better yet are even more successful than you are. It's impossible to fly with the eagles when you're scratching with the turkeys all the time. Be very careful with the associations you have. In order to achieve all you want, you may find it necessary to minimize or even eliminate some of the relationships you have. It's about deciding what is ultimately most important to you, and only you can decide that. So, with that in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. My guest this week is Jason Nast, and let me tell you a little bit about him. Jason is recognized around the world as a top professional trainer and speaker. Working with business leaders, entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and coaches, Jason has shared the platform with amazing and talented trainers and speakers such as Mark Victor Hansen, Brian Tracy, T. Harv Eker, Craig Doeswalt, Laurel Langmire, and Blair Singer. Jason is a business and idea development specialist focusing on helping you take everyday businesses, products, and services to the next level. He creates millionaires by working with entrepreneurs to define, refine, and monetize their businesses. As a funding expert... Jason has secured millions of dollars in funding and now using crowdfunding as a major platform. He's able to get more money for his clients without having to give up any ownership or profit, even pre-selling product before it's made. Jason is a contributor to the New York Times number one best-selling book, Cracking the Millionaire Code by Mark Victor Hansen and Robert Allen, and was featured in the international hit film, Ultimate Success, the movie, in 2010. Recently, Jason has been the guy behind several publishing, funding, and as seen on TV product successes, he's here to show you how to make your funding dreams happen for you. Also, through his efforts and partnerships, he can show authors how to sell millions of books in retail without ever setting foot inside a bookstore. So having said all of that, let me bring on my very special guest, Jason Nast. Jason, are you there? I'm here, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you so very much. Very, very much. All right. You're very welcome. I am very excited to be, uh, right. to be talking about crowdfunding with your listeners today. 
Awesome. And we're glad to talk about it with you. First thing I like to ask every single person that I have on my show is to tell us how you got started. Where did you start? Where did you come from? What was your journey like that brought you to where you currently are right now? Well, it's a bizarre journey for sure, but uh, I actually started off when I was very young. Um, actually, as early as 15 years old, I started in the film industry and uh, worked my way up through. When I was about 18 years old, I started working with uh, great infomercial people like uh, like Art Linkletter. I was uh, in production in our studio with the Craftmatic adjustable beds and contour chairs of the late 80s. Uh, my background before that was all rock videos and car commercials back when MTV actually meant music television. And uh, so um, so I, I happened to hit the right market at the right time. And that was the 80s when, when music videos were really, really, really popular and uh, just coming into play. And But it was meeting Art Linkletter and working with Craft Medical Adjustable Beds that really started my interest in the infomercial world. And so throughout the years, uh, while doing a lot of consulting and branding and marketing for different major players, I still found myself wanting to be in that world where we're producing products and delivering them uh, to the masses. You know, ultimately our goal is to sell, you know, any product we develop is to sell a million units a year minimum. Um, that way it's worth it for everybody to get involved. And, uh, and how I got involved with crowdfunding is a really interesting story because I've been working with inventors for so many years or, or just average people that have brilliant ideas. And because their job is not inventing, they don't typically have a lot of money to pour into inventions. So they've always needed funding to get them to a new level. And, uh, and I did that for a long time independently doing equity funding and things like that, normal, what you call traditional routes for funding. And about a year ago, I was turned on to crowdfunding, and what an amazing resource it is. It, um, and, and maybe your listeners aren't even familiar with the word crowdfunding because it is fairly new. Right. Um, but crowdfunding in its essence is when you ask your friends, family, neighbors, whoever, we'll call it, we'll deem them the crowd, when you ask the crowd, to, uh, to support you in starting your business, writing your book, launching your platform or your, your services company, whatever it is. And it's really simple. It's, it's, um, the, the, it breaks down so simple, it's like this. Hey, Brian, I have a great idea for XYZ widget and, uh, or a book that I want to write or something like this. And when Brian replies back, uh, that's great. That's a brilliant idea. You know, you should really... Uh, do well with that because I think it's needed, I simply just say, hey, Brian, if you like it and you think it's going to be successful, would you consider helping me launch the project? And that means, can you loan me or can you, can you contribute to my project at $10, $15, $20? And, uh, and to make it worth your while, I'll do, and this is my term for it, I call it an ethical bribe. Um, the industry terms for it are perks or rewards. I might offer you a copy of the book when it comes out. I might say, hey, I'm writing a book, and if you would contribute $20 to help me get this book off the, off the mark and published into the masses, I'll give you a signed copy of it when, I, uh, when it comes out. Hmm. And that's as simple as it is. Just asking your, your, the people you know, and be, with a resource like social media today, you can ask more people than you know. You can ask your people to ask other people, and it's really simple. And anybody that believes in your ideas can help you launch it and take it to a whole new level. 
Hmm. So this is people giving you money and not loaning you money, right? Correct. Yeah, I made the mistake of saying loan, and it's not a loan. It's actually contributions to your success. Uh, the only thing that's, that's exchanged here is, a lot, like I say, through the term ethical bribe, um, you may give them something in return for their contribution. A lot of times that is simply a thank you on Facebook. Uh, a lot of times people will just, you know, exchange. We'll tell everybody on Facebook you're an awesome person <laughs> for mm-hmm. contributing to our program. And a lot of times that's like a, a dollar or, or a $5 perk um, or, or, you know, like I say, ethical bribe. Um, but as the contributions grow, you want to offer your contributors high value, mm-hmm. but you offer them other perks. Uh, like I said, maybe if you're writing a book, you offer them a copy of your book. Um, we have a, a, a great program we were just working with with a gentleman who was uh, he, he's a, a pro golfer early in his career, um, went through some life difficulties and uh, you know, personal tragedies. And he really kind of lost his sense of what he was doing. And, you know, he, he met a great woman, got married, and his new wife was like, you should go back out and, and you know, try to get on the PGA again. Mm. And he's like, oh, it's so hard, so many tournaments, so much money, so much this, so much that. And um, he, uh, so we decided to do a crowdfunding project for him. And it was amazing because, um, you know, at, and this is... This is a lesson, kind of a secret of the industry as well. When people are putting together or planning these great programs, a lot of times, like in this case, you know, he was a golfer, so he was thinking to himself, oh, I'll give away, you know, signed tees and golf balls and T-shirts because I get all that stuff for free on the tournaments anyway. Mm -hmm. And we asked him, said, you know, who do you think is going to be your contributor, your, your number one contributor? He says, probably people who are already, you know, golfers, people who are involved in golfing and stuff. And I said, does it make sense then to give them um, give them tees and golf balls and things like that? Because they don't they already get that themselves. And he said, you know what, you're right. How do we determine what perk to give? And he said, uh, and so we asked all of his people, he said, what would you like? What would you like to have? And they said, uh, your wife is really well connected into the uh, personal health, self-help industry. Maybe she could get us a book on focus, or maybe she could talk to one of the other speakers that she knows and talk about prosperity or talk about being a better golf swing and, and meditations. And, and so it was totally out of character for him, but we ended up doing a crowdfunding project where we brought in amazing speakers' tools uh, and use those as perks to get people to fund him getting back on the PGA. So wow. it, was, it was an incredible story, totally different. But the secret here, the real secret of this is, is don't give away in a perk, don't give away in that, that ethical bribe we're talking about. You ask your contributors what they want and then give them what they want, and you'll find that lots of times you can give them something that's a, a free or inexpensive resource to you, but is very valuable to, uh, to people on the other side. Wow, that's really awesome. Uh, and, and asking certainly is the key. And in a story like that, you would have never known. We've got just under a minute to our first break. But uh, yeah, this is this is a really interesting subject. And this is something that's come up within the last couple of years, you said? Yeah, the real meat of crowdfunding began in 2008. 
Uh, it's actually the uh, the summer of 2008. A, a website called Kickstarter.com was formed with uh, Jeff Bezos at Amazon, but it wasn't actually deemed legal to do it until this year, this April, when the Jobs Act was passed. All of the legal hurdles have been overcome, so now we know it's legal and it's perfectly acceptable to use crowdfunding to launch a business. That's perfect, and we are coming up against our first break. We are talking with Jason Nast, crowdfunding expert, and he helps people raise money for their causes, their businesses, and their passions. And we will talk more about crowdfunding and how to get started and what's involved, and we'll be right back after this first break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you love Christmas, this is your show. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Becky and Kathy of Show Me Decorating are out to save the world from ugly Christmas trees. You can get rescued today by purchasing the Show Me Decorating tree trimming app for only $2.99. Available from the App Store, at iTunes, and on ShowMeDecorating.com. Each week, we invite you to join us here on the Rockstar Radio Network and come feel the glitter and spend a little time with these ladies in their exotic Texas draw as they share their enthusiasm for Christmas decorating. So be here Tuesday mornings to learn from the real designers, industry experts, and guest artists in the Christmas biz that will surprise and inspire you. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and changed people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on The Rock star radio network welcome back to success profiles radio so many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have and this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if i can do it you can do it so let's get back to the show this is success profiles radio on the rockstar radio network and here again is your host brian k wright and we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jason Nast, who helps people raise money through crowdfunding. And there are a lot of different ways to do that, and we will address those during this show. And Jason, earlier in the 
crypto, you talked about your involvement with uh, infomercial projects, and that was really the genesis of your career in this field. Uh, you got to meet Art Linkletter uh, with the Craftmatic uh, Adjustable Bed. You helped work with the, uh, the development of Push Up Pro, and you've worked with a lot of items in the as-seen-on-TV realm. I want to ask a more global question. Maybe people are thinking what I'm thinking, too. How did you meet some of these high-profile people? I mean, what advice can you give to someone who really wants to meet something that they, someone that they think can be helpful and influential in their careers? Well, and, and, you know, that, that's a great question. And, and that's, uh, the really cool part about that question is it's not asked very often, and I think it's critical to know. <laughs> so thank you for asking. It's brilliant. Um, you know, I there's a very interesting story which I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question by telling a little story. Okay. Uh, we worked with a, a project called the Push Up Pro, and I had been in the film industry for a number of years, but I I had kind of gotten out of it. I said I wanted to get back into it because of Art Linkletter and his his inspirations. So we found this product, and this is when I was doing marketing, consulting, and branding. Found this product called the Push Up Pro. It was invented by a man in his 60s. And uh, it was literally two wooden barstool tops, a lazy Susan, and a wooden trowel handle. And he says, it's going to be the next major player in the fitness arena. I just need help getting it somewhere. Mm-hmm. I actually turned it down. I said, you know, I, I am not in infomercials. I don't know the contacts anymore. It's been too long. I don't think I can help you. But he was persistent. And he kept coming to me and saying, I think you can help me. I know you can. So I took a challenge on it. I said, I'll tell you what, if I can't do anything with it in the next 90 days, then I'll just give it back to you, no harm, no foul. Hmm. And that was the agreement. And so I challenged myself and my partners to find out what it took to take a general product, a business product, to TV in 90 days or less. And how we did this was we sought out who the major players were in the industry, and this could be any industry, by the way. And in our particular circumstance, uh, we found that the major players were like Telebrands and As Seen on, I'm sorry, uh, TV Goods, which is Kevin Harrington. A lot of people know him from Shark Tank. Yes. And other big players like that. And we started asking the question, well, how do, where do these guys get together? And who do they get together with? And we found one or two common denominators. And what we found was there's a, there's a trade. So this is for the as seen on TV world. There's a trade show, and it's called the Electronic Retailers Association Direct to Consumer Event. Hmm. And we found that all these players get together in a room together for four days. And one of the key sponsors of that event was a law firm. And I happened to have needed a lawyer for the intellectual property around the push up. So I called the law firm and I said, I would like to retain your services. If I do, would you be willing to connect me with all of the people at the direct-to-consumer event coming up that, in September? That's brilliant. That's right at the end of our 98. So not only did we hire a great attorney, but we got a personal introduction. And this is part luck, by the way. We got a personal introduction by who was to become the president of the Electronic Retailers Association the very next year. He walked us around and personally introduced us to everybody we needed to know. Mm. So the lesson here is if you, have a, if you have someone you want to meet, like you're really, really, really trying to meet, you know, uh, let's say Richard Branson, for example, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to go through the channel of Richard Branson. You can 
find out where he goes, where he hangs out, who he meets with, and, and then reach that person and get the introduction. And that's what we did. We found out who the major player was that connected all our people, found them, and I, I don't want to say bribe, but we'll call it an ethical bribe. I traded my business for their connections. Hmm. Is that interesting? I mean, it's a that, great That is awesome. And it sped up the process for us. We did 90, it was literally 90 days from the day we took the contract on to represent the Push Up Pro for us to develop it and acquire a license to deliver it to the consumers. So it, it was an amazing process. And, and it was speeded up as a result of making that one connection. Wow. That is an amazing, amazing story. So you talked about um, finding people where they're going to go, finding out who they know, and offer to trade your business for their connection. Yeah, yeah. Sort of and, a, and, a barter. And another interesting story uh, about that was Kevin Harrington was not there that year uh, when I was introducing the Push Up Pro. But a following years, uh, like two years later, I was actually roaming the hallways of another event and Kevin Harrington came up to me and said, you're the guy with that push-up prize. And I said, yeah. And he said, you, you forced a new category in our, in our world. No huh. one believed in men buying TV products until you pushed the upper body strength market. And wow. so it was, a, it was a kudo and a nod. And, and again, it was only because I happened to be roaming the hallways of an event that someone like Kevin Harrington would show up at. So That's fantastic. Two lessons there are hire your way into their connection circle or make sure you show up at all those events that they're in and, and walk near the bathrooms a lot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I, I will tell you the value of meeting people. I mean, you and I have been friends on Facebook for quite a while, but we finally right. got to meet face-to-face at, at an event uh, back in September. And right. that is that was the genesis of me asking you to be on this show today. So it does pay to go to events and seminars, not just to learn what you're going to learn, but to meet people that you can help and can help you too. And that, I think, was the lesson of your story as well. Very much so. Very much so. Always Great. offer uh, find out how you can help them be successful. That's great. And I do want to give the call-in number in case anyone out there does want to call in and ask a question. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And Jason, while I'm thinking about it, how can people connect with you and find out more about you? I'll let you do this throughout the show. Okay, great. Um, well, the great way to reach out to me and, and to find out more about what I do is going right to our website, which is fund my stuffnow.com and there's a little video cheesy video of me playing I've never been very good to talk about myself on camera but um, a little video of me playing kind of introducing what I am what I do and things like that but also there's an availability of a free e-report on crowdfunding which really defines what crowdfunding is in basic simple steps and we even provide case study examples in the the e-report so that people can learn from what other people have done uh, and again, you can get that at fundmystuffnow.com. Fundmystuffnow.com. Correct. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. You're welcome. I downloaded that a couple weeks ago, and I reread it yesterday, and it's it's great. It's a great preliminary way to get introduced to what crowdfunding is. So that's that's fantastic. 
you used to run a $30 million film studio. You used to hang out with rock stars, film stars, and now you teach crowdfunding. How does one go from that universe to what you're doing now? Well, you know, I, 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 guess I was very fortunate that I got involved in the industry, in the film industry, at a day and time when, when rock videos were up and coming, and I got into the very lucrative business of uh, doing car commercials. So in the car world, you work pretty much nonstop from about February all the way up through September. Once the new cars are released, you're not shooting any more commercials. So we had all this downtime, and uh, so we took on a lot of rock videos at the time. We became the West Coast MTV Studios, and uh, rock videos in the 80s were pretty much shot in my studio if they were indoors. And... Uh, and it was a great business to be in. I love the industry. I love the industry. But it's not conducive to a family life or relationships. Right. Uh, you know, you go to work on Monday uh, on Monday in February, and you come home from work in, on Thursday in September. So um, it was a rough business to be in uh, for that reason. So I, I left the industry and started consulting instead with, with companies on branding and marketing. And... But I, I, I yearned for it, I longed for it, and that's, like I said, I, I wanted to go back in the infomercial world because it's more practical, less hours, and very lucrative. So that's, uh, that's kind of how I got to the infomercial world. Mm-hmm. And then it was last year in November, uh, one of my mentors, and, and I'm, I'm a, uh, a constant learner. We met at a seminar. Um, I, I always attend events that I can learn something new, and, and one of my mentors is... is a great man who is very well connected into the Internet world, and he had his staff call me up and say, uh, Jason, you have inventors that are broke all the time. Have you checked into crowdfunding? And that was in November of 2011, and I knew nothing about it at that point. So he, his staff and I started a, a quest to learn everything we could around crowdfunding, and that's when we did our first case study was November 11th of 2011, and we have been deep in crowdfunding for our inventors, and along the way, we've discovered uh, people, it seems that everybody has a message. Books, authors are, are an incredible resource for not only helping other people, but spreading a good word or, or a preventative medicine word and self-help and fantasy, and so mm-hmm. along with the inventors, getting them funded, we've really discovered that, that authors in order to get their words out to the masses, the message to the masses, which is what I'm all about, um, we help them crowdfund as well. So, so we've okay. been knee-deep in it since, uh, since November of last year and just loving every second of it. <laughs> sounds, sounds great. We are getting close to our break. Um, these projects don't have to be really, really huge projects in order to get funding, right? Just in a few seconds? Yeah, not at all. Very inexpensive. I, we've had projects that funded for a couple of hundred dollars onwards up into millions of dollars. But the average funding is right around 1500 to $2,500 for, for, for the average person. That's the kind of money they need to propel their business to a whole new level. That's usually that sounds the great. Trucks right there. That's great. All right, and we are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Jason Nast. We're talking about crowdfunding. We will be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Don't go away.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power, the power to change your authoring life, and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. On the Rockstar Radio Network. There's a new sheriff in town. All right, boys. It's time to bulletproof your taxes. It's Nellie Williams, Fridays at 1 Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network, with Bulletproof Your Taxes. You can't avoid IRS problems with her audit-proofing system. You know time is running out. The IRS is looking for you and your business, and it's only going to get worse, because they're determined to close as many loopholes that currently exist for virtual businesses. Nellie knows this to be true, because she's a former IRS tax audit supervisor. So you know she knows her stuff. And learn how to beat, not cheat the IRS, and keep more of what's yours so it doesn't become theirs. Check out her website, bulletproofyourtaxes.com. Imagine the peace of mind knowing your taxes are bulletproof. So we'll see you here, partner, for Bulletproof Your Taxes, Fridays at 1 Eastern, with Nellie Williams, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jason Nast, who is a crowdfunding expert. He can help you raise money for your business, your passion, and your cause. If you want to call in and ask Jason a question, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And Jason, I'd like to revisit something that you started talking about before the break. We were talking about the average size of the project that gets funded. And you mentioned that number was right around $1,500 to $2,500. Is that right? That's right, and, and I should probably explain how we arrived at that. Now, sure. there are projects out there that are significantly larger in scope and some that are significantly smaller in scope, but what we have found, and we asked, again, it's kind of like the perks, we asked our people, we asked the businesses that we were working with and, and ones that we were talking to and said, how much minimally would it take to, to change your business, to take it to a new level, to help you kind of get over a certain hurdle you're at right now. And the, and the answer came back is just another 1500 to $2,500 would, would change our business completely. Um, and it, it's really about focusing 
on what you need. Not, I mean, everybody can say, yeah, if I had a million dollars, it changed my life. But, but what would you do with an extra $2,500 if you had it in the next 30 days to change your business? That was free and clear. It wasn't, you know, responsible for rent or mortgage or anything fun like that. It was just a free and clear marketing budget or a prototyping budget or writing budget for a, uh, for a speaker. And that's the number we came up with, 1500 to $2,500. And, and we found that it works. It's such an easy number to attain as well. Okay. So how long does it take to raise $2,500? I suppose it depends on the scope of your project. It does, but I can tell you an amazing story just happened just recently and really excited about it. Um, uh, we both have a mutual friend, uh, Natasha, and uh, who was diagnosed several years ago, I think six years ago now, um, with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And she is cancer-free as of today. She's completely cancer-free, and God bless her, and, and we love her. Um, but another woman was diagnosed with that same uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and she had a bit of a struggle. She was, she was diagnosed late, and she wasn't quite as, uh, as successful as Natasha. But the interesting story about it is, and now this is a, a total heartfelt program. This is nothing, it's not starting a business because somebody needed help and they would put it out there and in seven days they raised thirty-two thousand dollars wow so so how long does it take i i say that the average crowdfunding project should be about 30 days Mm. sometimes a little less um more than 30 days becomes a struggle Mm -hmm. and uh so i never recommend more than 30 days almost every project i've been involved with that's been more than 30 days has been a disaster (laughs) So, so because it's because it's hard. Days. Is it because it's hard to keep your your campaign focused on your task? Yeah, or uh, thirty days is just a nice round number. Well, the thing about it is, and this is the the, the 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 bottom line of it is, we found that when you announce a campaign that has forty five days, people feel like they have all kinds of time to help you, ah. so they don't. And when it comes down to the wire, you can actually do a lot of good in the last week. But it, it, by that time, people are a little burnt out by what they've been seeing. You know, you're, you're publicizing it. You're asking for shares and things. So in the beginning, they think they have all kinds of time. And in the end, they get, feel kind of like a burnout on it. So the 30 days is, is they think, oh, I have to do it this month. Oh, I'll just get it done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the 30 days seems to be a good number. We've experimented with 20 days and been successful, mm-hmm. but it's a lot. It seems like it's a lot more work in that 20 days. So 30 days okay. is the kind of magic number we found. Sounds great. So now that we've talked about what is possible, let's talk about how you do it. There are several mm-hmm. sites out there that you can steer people to to put together a crowdfunding campaign. So let's talk about some of your favorite ones. Okay, I, I typically highlight three, but there are literally hundreds out there depending on your campaign. And, and we do have resources available for you that, uh, that will help you narrow down which two. But rather than go into the minutiae of it, let's talk about the three and what's different about them. Okay. Um, the, 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 probably the largest site is kickstarter.com, and uh, that was put together by Jeff Bezos of Amazon. It's, it's actually... Um, served by Amazon, so if you have to, if you want to give a contribution, you have to have an Amazon account, and you do it through Amazon, and they kind of maintain everything. The good part about Kickstarter is that it's probably one of the largest sites out there now, 
And it also is um, it's completely handled by Amazon, so people trust it, and it's, it's, it's a very uh, well-recognized name brand at this point. The, the not-so-good news about it is, is Kickstarter is what they consider an all-or-nothing campaign, which means if you're trying to raise $2,500 and you raise $2,000, you don't get any of it. All of the money goes back to the contributors. If you raise the $2,500, then you get it. And if you raise more than $2,500, you get it all. But, uh, but anything less, you don't get it. And also, Kickstarter, you have to apply for. You actually have to be approved for. And that takes about a week or two to get approved. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> Indiegogo, which is I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O, Indiegogo was actually started off in January of 2008 at the Sundance Film Festival. It, it started off as, a, as, a, as helping independent filmmakers get their films made through crowdfunding. Uh, the thing and it's grown quite a bit. At that point, there was no prejudice to the film. So anybody could just start a crowdfunding project because it wasn't about whether I thought your art was good. It was just about just get it done. And, uh, and what happens with all that is that other people started joining on for uh, technology projects and other things like that. The big benefit of Indiegogo is that you can have an all-or-nothing campaign or what they call a flexible funding campaign. And a flexible funding campaign means that even if you don't raise your $2,500 that you're asking for, if you only raise $1,500, you actually get to keep the $1,500. You get it all. So, so it's a good program for uh, those kinds of projects like a film, for instance, if you if you have a budget of ten thousand dollars and you have you've raised five thousand, you're probably still going to try to make that film. You're just going to get a lot more volunteers, right? And um, so that's a good program. Now, it's not a good program to do a flexible funding program if you have a, a hard fast thing that you're developing. Let's say you're prototyping, you're manufacturing, and you're taking inventory, and you know your budget is going to be five thousand dollars. And you only raise three thousand, you can't fulfill orders at that point. So I, I, you have to be very careful when you choose flexible funding that it's it's appropriate to your project. Mm, okay. And then one last one we'll talk about is GoFundMe, which I love GoFundMe for a number of reasons. Um, but the biggest benefit of GoFundMe is, and this I'm going to tell a little story if it's okay. Um, yes. We had a student named Linda, and Linda wanted to go on a uh, a reunion to see her father who the family basically thought this might be his last ability to see the entire family. Um, so she unfortunately hit a financial block in her life, as a lot of people do, and she had no money and no funding to do it. She went to GoFundMe, and what GoFundMe lets you do is to announce your campaign, get the contributions, and end I think we lost Jason. I think we'll get him right back. Um, Jason is talking about the different types of websites that you can use to uh, do to do uh, crowdfunding. One of those he talked about was called Kickstarter, for those of you that might have joined us late. It is an all-or-nothing campaign. It's run by uh, the guy who started Amazon. You have to be approved for it first, but it is an excellent project if you are looking to raise a lot of money. It is the most recognized site out there. Another site is called Indiegogo. 
I N D I E G O G O. And all of that, uh, that's an all or nothing campaign or a flexible funding campaign. And then it looks like we have Jason back and we are talking about his, his favorite crowdfunding site, GoFundMe.com. That's G O F U N D M E.com. Jason, welcome back. Hey, sorry about that. I have no idea what happened. Um, okay. So, yeah, so to pick up where it left off is that she needed about $1,000 for, uh, for her campaign uh, in order to go see her father and her entire family on this reunion. She put it out to GoFundMe, and after about a week, it was a two weeks away, by the way, after about a week, she raised $500. She was able to withdraw that, buy her plane ticket, so that she still could get the seven-day advance uh, discounts. Then, uh, about two or three days later, she brought in about another $200, and she was able to withdraw that so that she could reserve her hotel and things like that. Then when she actually got to her reunion site, and they were doing a reunion, what she had been doing was taking pictures of the reunion and of the landmarks nearby and things like this and uploading them to her GoFundMe project. So the people could actually see that it was a real thing and a real family, and they, and they felt good helping her. And she continued to raise funds while she was actually at the reunion, and she used those funds to go buy postcards and keychains and things like that so that she could send a little piece of her reunion in her city that they, she was in. I think it was in Wisconsin. She could send a little piece of that back to all of her contributors. So it was a great program. And the benefit is she could withdraw money as she needed it. So in, in any scenario, whether you're an author writing a book, you might need to get a graphic designer midway through or an editor midway through before you actually go to publishing, you can actually use the funds that are sitting there um, along the way. So it's a really unique opportunity to fund your project over a period of time. And I'm That's super great. excited to announce that it hasn't launched yet, but it will be launching probably within a week a new program that we're going to be working on. And, uh, again, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Brian, her name is Lisa Goodman, and mm-hmm. she has been working. She's known as the bra lady, and she's been working with the Susan G. Corbin Foundation to raise money for mastectomy bras. Well, we've got a matching donation now so that if we we're coming raise- to the end. I'm sorry, we're coming to the end of the of the segment. We'll pick this up oh. after after the, the next break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. We are with Jason Nest. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network.
your rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDoeswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people can be you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Doeswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is our final segment. My guest this week is Jason Nast, and we are talking about crowdfunding. And before this last break, Jason, you were talking about a really unique campaign that you were working on uh, with reference to the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, so the part about it is, and this is, is we're trying to raise money to supply, and this is the title of the campaign, One Bra at a Time. And it's for breast cancer survivors. Obviously, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's to raise money for breast cancer survivors who have had a mastectomy to help them get fitted into a, a mastectomy bra. And we've had matching funds coming in from the Corman Foundation. We have, we have to raise a unique dollar amount. And this is what's really exciting about this campaign is we're going to launch the campaign to raise sixty dollars, just sixty, six zero, and that's. Yeah, six zero, and it's so easy to do. It, you should be able to do this every day. But the nice part about it is using the GoFundMe platform, we'll be able to raise that sixty dollars, take the money out, get a mastectomy bra for one bra at a time, but continue to raise money at sixty dollar increments each time. And every time we reach that sixty dollar mark, we can take the money out and go have it. Uh, to go have it contributed to get these mastectomy bras done. So it's a great program. It's so affordable for everybody to contribute a dollar, two dollars, three dollars at a time, and we'll just do some amazing, amazing things with it. So look for that. I'll, I'll be sending out announcements. You'll be seeing it all over Facebook, and maybe, uh, maybe we could even, uh, you know, tweet a little bit about it. Brian, you can help me out with that to get people aware of what's okay. going on. Sounds great. So while I'm thinking about it, and we'll do this before the end of the show, how can people learn more about you, connect with you, etc.? Well, I, you know, the best way to reach me is probably just go right to my website, which is jasonnast.com. And from there, you can launch into you know, my Facebook or find out more about the funding programs or uh, the new U event that's coming up in January. We're actually doing a uh, a crowdfunding advanced training and bringing in some amazing speakers to uh, support the new you in the new year. And uh, so that, that's the best place, jasonnast.com. And, of course, Facebook is always nice. If you want to reach out to me there, facebook.com slash, and then my name, Jason Nast. 
NAST. Okay, great. Yeah. So is it more challenging to raise money for a project that does not have something tangible? Um, actually, well, tangible by, I assume what you mean by tangible is you mean you already have a product that's already produced. Right. And, and actually, it's just the opposite. Um, we, we have to get creative when you already have products. Um, when you don't have a product, it's very simple to say, I have a brilliant idea, and I'm looking for money to make it a reality. And people like that. Uh, we found the, con- the contributors in, in processes like this really like to help somebody with a new idea be successful. And whether that, that's a book or uh, a widget or gadget or something like this, um, really I think that the, the, the crowdfunding platform is designed for people who don't have a tangible product but oh. are looking to create it. So there's more of an emotional investment on the part of the people that want to give. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, that's, that's really what resonates with people is that, um, and, and Kickstarter is famous for this, uh, they can go in there with a program that uh, is emotionally charged. Uh, there was recently uh, the, the, the site of the Tesla Museum, uh, I'm sorry, the Tesla Laboratories, the original site was found up for sale in New York. The guy started a campaign, and I apologize for harsh words, but it's, his campaign title was Let's Build a Goddamn Tesla Museum. Mm. And he was able to raise over a million dollars because people identified with the idea that this was a historical landmark that might go away. And, uh, and well, we could use that right here. So right now, if we could raise $2.8 million, we'd have that as a historical landmark. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, the... Uh, but, but if you can connect with your people, and that's really what it's about. When we do our training, we talk to people on video. You always do a video, and it's always you. Never hire someone who's pretty or a model or an actress or an actor to do your work for you because people want to connect with you. They want to understand it's your desire, your dream, okay. and that's how people get that emotional connection. That sounds fantastic. I do want to ask, and I don't know if anyone ever asks you this, but when you raise money this way, are there tax consequences involved? Uh, well, you are a great interviewer. You definitely ask the great questions. And, Thank you. Uh, now, I am not a tax attorney or an accountant or, or IRS. I, don't have, I, I can't give tax advice. But I will tell you this, that when the dollars come in, the dollars come in as a gift. And the, the, if you're using this money to start a business, to build a business, and things like this, then you, then it's all, you can use it as a tax deduction. It's actually an investment into your business. So okay. you should not see any real tax consequences at that point because you're basically using the money as a deduction and it's coming in as a gift. Um, I did have a long conversation with an attorney about the gift tax, and there is a number that is uh, that is taxable, but I don't believe that it's I don't believe that it's uh, it's relatable to the crowdfunding project. Um, I definitely would suggest anybody starting a crowdfunding project does talk to their accountants, does talk to their tax attorneys for, for advice on that. There was one woman we all are familiar with, maybe not by name. Her name is Karen Klein, but she was the bus monitor that was uh, verbally abused by a bunch of children on a bus. And it was a big news story, and it made it to YouTube and, and all kinds of craziness there. Someone tried to raise $5,000 to send her on a vacation. And 
because it was such a great story, people supported her in mass, and she actually raised over seven hundred thousand dollars. That's uh, crazy. Not her. It, was, it was these 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 strangers, these people who just wanted to support her. They raised seven hundred thousand dollars for her to go on a vacation. Needless to say, she had a great vacation, and uh, and she also started a foundation with the additional money. Now, mm-hmm. there's lots of questions from our people about whether or not those dollars are tax tax deductible or not. Right. Because she received seven hundred thousand dollars as a gift to go on vacation. Yeah. Now, I, I I don't know the consequences. We haven't gotten any entries back, but there's a lot of exploration on that. Great well, question. That's- that's great. So let me ask this. How does someone know if their book, their product, their business, or their service is right for this uh, kind of a project? Well, you know, I, I look at um, – that's where you have a good team who helps you be creative and, and really work, uh, work the right way to do your project. I have found that there are literally – I have never met a project, a service, a business model that couldn't benefit from crowdfunding. Okay. But a lot of them don't seem obvious, and there are there are ways that you can do it. And that's I, I'm I happen to be not only a crowdfunding expert, but I happen to be good at learning how to monetize projects. I look at ways to to maybe reframe them and put them in a different light, and mm-hmm. and and so I say. Every project is good for crowdfunding. It's just putting it in the right light and, and, and maximizing and leveraging what you have to do it. Um, the obvious ones are books. Books are, are a terrific crowdfunding project, no matter what the book is. It's a children's book, science fiction, fantasy. That's great. Personal development, whatever. They're great. That's why I love working with authors. That's great. Do you have any resources for our audience? I know you talked about that free report if you go on to your website, jasonnass.com. Uh, actually, yeah, you want to get the free report, you want to go over to fundmystuffnow.com. That's right. And, and in that e-report, it, it has great resources. It's a, it's a primer. It's literally, it's literally the easiest little one, two, three book on crowdfunding. Uh, and it basically has resources in there that talk about the different, different a lot of what we talked about today, the different sites available, some case studies. You can actually go and see examples of, of successful and failed projects. It's always good to learn from failures too. I, I'm 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 not a hundred percent hit it out of the park kind of guy, but mm-hmm. I always find ways to succeed even when we fail, and and that's something that we've done through some of those case studies. Um, so we we really show the lessons learned along the way as well. Great. We are less than three minutes to the end. I would like to skip to what is my favorite question that I ask just about everybody at the end of the show. Jason, who inspires and motivates you? Oh, well, you know, I talked earlier about Art Linkletter, and uh, he's an amazing man. Uh, also, one of my personal heroes and, and, a, and a friend of Art's at the time um, was Mark Victor Hansen. He yes. was an inspiration and a mentor of mine. But my greatest um, inspiration is Benjamin Franklin. He's mm. truly an inventor, a creator of wonderful things. Not only did he um, inspire and change the world with his inventions, but also change the world with the, with the advent or the, the bringing about the library system. And I said earlier, I'm a, I'm a huge learner. I love to learn. I'm a constant learner. And to me, making learning available to everybody is a brilliant idea, and that's what he did through the library. I actually have a, 
a, <laughs> I think I may have mentioned this to you. I have a five foot by seven foot, I think it is, big um, ba- uh, billboard, an actual outdoor billboard that uh, that is in my office of Ben Franklin because he inspires me every day. He's kind of my, mm. I bounce things off him literally all day long. <laughs> so, you talk to Ben Franklin all day long. That's awesome. And, of course, Napoleon Hill. Uh, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, is the root of, of every personal development project that's been developed since then. Uh, so many great lessons can be learned from, from Napoleon Hill's works. That sounds really, really amazing. Uh, any any uh, favorite books that, that you've been reading? Uh, besides my own? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got, le- we got less than a minute to the end. I've been uh, I've been reading on uh, Laurel Langmire's The Millionaire Maker, which is an older book that has some terrific principles in it. And my go-to yeah. default book that sits on my nightstand is uh, is Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. And I would yep. be remiss if I didn't also mention that I also have the Fifty Grades, Fifty Shades of Grey series as well, which I think is kind of a self-help book in its own right. I guess. <laughs> okay, sounds <laughs> great. We. We are at the end of the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week has been Jason Nash. Jason, thank you so much for being a phenomenal guest. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Brian. It's been terrific, and I'm really excited to be talking to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. We will be back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern for our next episode of Success Profiles Radio. Link up with me on Facebook and on Twitter and on LinkedIn, Brian K. Wright. And uh, thank you so much for being with us this week. We'll see you next week at 6 p.m. Eastern. Have a wonderful week. Make it a great one, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, 